Genre. Welcome to Back to the Future Minute, the daily podcast where we review, analyze, discuss, and celebrate every single minute of Back to the Future Part 3, one uh, train, one <clears throat> one blowing back minute at a time. I'm the commanders in the news. <laughs> I'm Scott Corelli, and joining us again, uh, Pete and Alex from Star Wars Minute. Welcome back. Bonjour. Hey. Hey, happy hey. to have you guys back. And today we are going back to Minute 109. Uh, which begins with Jennifer seeing a uh, message from the Cusco Corporation uh, disappearing and uh, ends with a strange thing appearing and blowing back uh, Marty and Jen. Presumably, this is uh, this is this is the, the canonical reveal that this is actually uh, setting up the, the, the follow up to Back to the Future, which is the Frighteners. Um, yes, because <laughs> this is a ghost. And uh, that's I just, the only explanation. I just assume that they, they die in an explosion at the end of this. So I, I have no idea what next minute is going to be about. <laughs> or, uh, or maybe Doc comes and he's holding the shepherd's journal. Uh, <laughs> map to Atlantis. <laughs> uh, so threat. first, so first this, uh, this, this message, I just, just a minute ago, Jennifer thought that she had dreamt this. Meanwhile, <clears throat> there's this note in her pocket like, that right. when we say no, when Scott says note, it's not like a business card. It's a full card. sheet of paper. It, it is a full yeah. sheet of paper. <laughs> it's a, it's an eight and a half by 11 fax. If that right. was shoved like hot dog style or hamburger style, to be brutally honest, in your pocket, it would be one of the first things I would notice upon like waking up. It's like, oh, I have a paper in me. Well, she does have that right. giant vest on, though. That's true. Who knows That's what's true. in there? Yeah, yeah but she obviously knows that it's there, so she already, because she goes right for it when... Right, like, I should check the paper. Right. right. So, so she knows it was there, so why did she think she was having a nightmare? I don't know, man. Mm. <laughs> she's out of it. She, she's, she's not all... She's... Her brain is still probably gathering from other dimensions. He still, yeah, right. It's like when a doctor regenerates, maybe she's not a morning person. Also, just takes is, a while to wake up. Is it morning? Uh, I don't know. What time is it? Well, she woke up, like right. like she was asleep, and then right. and so she, yeah, maybe she just takes a while to like get all of her gears going. Clearly, <laughs> <laughs> this Jennifer's a robot. That's what's changed. They're really, t you know, it, it's like, it's almost like you're watching someone doing really good in Guitar Hero, just all of a sudden missing a bunch of notes in a row. You know, the movie? Is the movie playing yeah, the Guitar mo Hero? The, yeah, it's, you're just like, oh, whoa, that doesn't really, oh, okay, that's just like, oh, a lot of weird yeah. uh, inaccuracies at the very end of the movie. Right. Well, yeah, that, like, it. Like when your friend says, "Like, oh, I can play it on expert," and then they play the song and they get like a like a seventy percent, yeah. and you're and like, it's like I mean, down technically, I guess you kind of can, I guess." Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, this is like uh, I I I don't love. Granted, it's been a while, but I don't love 
part three as much as people seem to. And I think part of it is because when I think of it, when I remember it, I remember this part pretty much like this minute and the next minute, which I'm glad we got uh, these minutes because I wanted to talk about how this makes me not like the movie very much. Oh, wow. Wow. Uh, But, but there's more to that. It's more, more so, you know, the next minute than this, but Hey, it's uh, Thursday, man. Air it out. No, well, no, this this is this is part of it where it just seems so yeah. like heavy-handed, and I yeah, and like yeah. I, I forget completely about all the cool, fun, you know, cowboy stuff, right? Uh, and I'm just like, I'm like, oh yeah, three. That's that part with like you know where everything kind of wraps up, and then there's a train, and uh, yeah, yeah. It it kind of has like an epilogue-y feel to it. Like it 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 yeah. It, it almost feels separate from the movie that we've been watching, right? Well, and and that's because it kind of is because it's it's the it's the wrap up to the first movie, which didn't have an ending. Right. Um, You know, it's 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 actually this trilogy has a lot structurally in common with with the original Star Wars trilogy because you had Star Wars Mm -hmm. and then they were like, oh, that was a that was a hit. We should we should make another one. So then they do Empire, which is then like, you know, synced up with Return of the Jedi, where they're sort of like one movie kind of, um, you know, you're well, you're well, setting up you're you you have a cliffhanger and then you pay off the cliffhanger in the next one. And that's kind of what these movies are doing, too. Well, Scott, um, that's insane. George Lucas had the entire st- saga of Luke Star- <laughs> oh, right. I, of Luke Starkiller, Lady, <laughs> Lady Jedi, all planned yeah. out. In 1975, right. right. So all twelve parts or whatever. <laughs> but but yeah. So her, especially her delivery yeah. here with like it erased and like why does the ink right. disappear but not the like why is there still a note from this company that exists in the future, but the ink disappears. I I mean I have a lot. We we talked about this at length when we were talking about the picture of the uh the picture of the the. You. The 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 gravestone, um, oh, right. yeah, yeah. The picture of the gravestone because in the picture of the gravestone, they it, like where Doc died. Uh, it at one point it stops saying Doc's name, and then it says Clint Eastwood, and then he fights while or he fights Mad Dog, and then he rams his head into the into the gravestone that is going to be in the photograph and breaks it. And so then the gravestone disappears in the photograph, but there's still a photograph of an empty plot in a cemetery. (laughs) That's for some reason someone took. Right. Right. We had a listener point out that like they, their theory as far as like why that is, is because there's uh, time ripples in the back to the future, like universe. So like, changes that you make they ripple mm-hmm. and so ripples, if you will w- right and so <laughs> the fact that he breaks the the gravestone means the gravestone disappears in the photo because it wouldn't be it wouldn't it doesn't exist to be in the cemetery like three days from then right right but <laughs> but when he takes the picture in 1955 that's like way that's you know that's 70 years later. So it's going to take a while for the photo to disappear the way the gravestone does in the photo. 
Why? And I can kind of roll with that if I like, you know, pinch my nose and close my eyes. But it's well, still the art of the compromise. It, it's still there's still <laughs> that that question of like, but why do you take a picture? Why is there a timeline at all where he took a picture of an empty plot of land in a cemetery? Uh, I think I mean, the. The, you know my opinion of, on this, and it's the big, it's the biggest disagreement we've ever had on this show. But right. yeah, I'll just, I'll, re- I'll, I'll, I'll rest my case if they hear from our guests. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what's your? Because I think, I mean, the fact that he has the picture, mm. that's what keeps it like the. So the physical item, the physical picture, is the constant, and then the information can change because the information changed in the past, like in the totally. first one with the with the Polaroid, like eventually right. it was just going to be a picture of, you know, like a, 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 like a palm tree with no kids in front of it. Right. Uh, although, but no, but then he disappears, starts to disappear. Right. I don't know. But then this, yes. like why, why yes, does you're the beginning ink... to see the maze, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> why does, Welcome. The, why does the message disappear? But the, like the, 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 uh, letterhead doesn't like what I, I understand if he had a piece of paper if she had a piece of paper and it's still you know all everything disappeared off of it she was left holding a blank piece of paper that that I could accept more than well maybe okay. because um, the letterhead <laughs> well maybe because uh, at that point he was not going to get fired so that you're fired would disappear but that the company yeah. still has a chance of existing but then theoretically yeah. as time went on and that timeline became impossible then, then that paper would also disappear. The first, I guess, well, the letterhead here, here, would disappear, and then the paper might still exist. Although you'd still have to wonder then how that person got the paper if that timeline, if like right. the company did not exist, how on earth did she get that piece of paper? So, well, here right. here's a question that we never discussed when it happened. So when the fax comes out, it comes out on letterhead for the uh, the company that Marty is getting fired from. So. Does that mean that they they can fax they fax a really like bad looking you're fired like that's like very like fax quality whatever but the letterhead they can fax the letterhead on the fax and it's like really nice like it's like printed on there Wasn't or does the- that mean does that mean that Marty just loads his fax machine with like stolen letterhead from his company hmm that he, makes sense for that Marty that we saw. That's true. <laughs> he, well, because if it's stolen letterhead, if it's stolen letterhead, then it makes sense that only the year fired disappears. But I don't think it's if stolen. It's, I, I think it's like he he should have you know stuff that's coming from that should be on company letterhead sometimes. So in order for him to get it, like it's it's official business that that should be loaded. Oh with sure, letterhead. Sure, that's my guess. That's my take on it. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's interesting. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know why just the year fire disappears and not everything. Well, it, it erased. Um, yeah. Now <laughs> it's just now it's just blank, blank letterhead. But I guess that it, Alex's point, I guess, maybe, maybe he, they just changed the fact that he gets fired. But not right. the fact that so he's still going to work exists. there. Potentially. Yeah. Or he yeah. might not work there at all, but the. the he doesn't get fired from there so that that information disappears, but the the company may still exist, you know, 
might be a company that exists uh, in the 80s and then continues until I'm against the whole uh, I, th- I mean it's <laughs> inherent to the whole storyline of course they needed some way of giving some urgency to him changing the past back but I'm against that whole I'm against the whole things fading away when oh, yeah, a timeline yeah. has changed because it makes no sense it's totally illogical and you know I know it's a movie thing just to say oh see once this thing runs out you know to give some artificial like time crunch to the whole thing so to speak right, right. Right. I, I, I like it in the first movie fine. It's it's there it just poses more problems than solutions in the sequels whenever they bring it back up. Yeah. Cause it's it's just not as clean of a circle as the first movie is. Um because they just start adding timelines and all this back and forth business. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. and so things get infinitely more complex. I did a, I did a, a, like an illustration of all of the timelines, and I think there were uh, se- seven or eight, seven or eight timelines, huh? Um, in these, in these, in the trilogy, uh, which is crazy. It's a lot of timelines in three movies. Um, some would say too much. Yeah, <laughs> some. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I don't know. Um, but, uh, Marty takes Jennifer to back to the train tracks. Cause I guess presumably she was like, wait, so it was real. Where, where's the DeLorean? And then he's like, well, <laughs> there's not much left of it. Yeah. Um, the, the moment where he pulls out the, the charred photograph and just dockside ha- is remaining. That's right. some, um, that's some say something I'm giving up on you shit. That's oh yeah, that is tender. Yeah, well, and he and he says like Doc, like Doc's never coming back. Yeah, his right. best and only friend. Right. Yeah. What has it, has their relationship been like explored? Like I don't know how did they meet and all that stuff. Oh, how did, I how mean did uh, this emo- Well, he met because he solved. Marty was a clever boy, and he solved all of Doc's weird traps. And so he uh-huh. was like, I, you, you, you want to be my assistant? And he's like, you're cool, man. Yeah. I want to hang out with you. And they, and, and a friend and a brotherhood was born. Yeah. He gave him Fair like enough. a part-time job when he was like 14. Yeah. He like gave him something to do after school instead of be with his, is I mean, let, explained in the movie or is this like in the, by the like novelization or something? Oh no, Scott and I made no, the, all of that up together. No, no, it's in the it's in the no, it's in the IDW comic that Bob Gale does. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of canon. Yeah. It's it's as close to canon as you yeah. can get uh for ever not since, being in a movie. Ever since the Council of Marty Sia uh a thousand yeah. years ago, we've considered it part of the canon. <laughs> but now wait, so the, also though, his uh let's see, in current timeline like anything past uh the first like you know 10 minutes of the first movie then that's like like the the 80s anything in this kind of in in this 80s that we're currently in that we're in the minutes that we're watching um like that doc basically had uh 30 more years of like he, he knew marty in the 50s yeah Right. And then had 30 years of like, kind of like, essentially they were friends, but they didn't see each other for 30 years. It's like the notebook. Right. 
and then they were <laughs> they kind of met back up at some point right. later in life. Yeah, so that so this this Doc and Marty are closer friends than the original when we originally see them. Oh yeah, they they've been through a lot through through time and space together. Right, um, right. There's a there's is a there's is there's is an alliance forged by purpose more than commonality, I would say. Yeah, that that's actually true. Like that that uh the the doc that we meet that is killed at Twin Pine Mall by the Libyan nationalists uh that doc might have just been Marty's boss. Like they might have not even really had much of a friendship. Like Right. Yeah. He might have just been his boss and that's it. And then it's not until Marty like you know meets 1950s doc yeah, that like they an become angel. friends yeah that's that's actually when they become friends that's right. interesting i and actually th- like that and then he saves his life and so then they have that bond yeah right and like and and marty's the first person to ever believe in doc and his inventions and you know it's right. a little bit it's not entirely based on faith because he just rode one into the past but he, right. he's, he's still able to inspire doc in a way that i don't think anyone ever had before other than like the the dead people that he keeps on his mantelpiece. <laughs> right. Which sounds worse than it actually is. They're photographs <laughs> of dead people. <laughs> of 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 famous science. Famous, famous thinkers, famous thinkers right. and yeah. philosophers, kings. Uh so this train crossing gate. Yes. Uh, apparently has some sort of like quantum <laughs> quantum right. sensors like yeah what? is is that tachyon like particle a, detectors was, yeah, was, yeah. That like, was that blessed by doctor who like is that some kind of like weird <laughs> nexus i don't i assume that that was somehow um that because doc didn't want to accidentally crush a car he could somehow tap into the you know uh tap into their network and activate the thing with his futuristic train machine or he knew that they were going to that all this was going to happen and so he went back and programmed it to go down at that time oh yeah or he demolished the real train that was supposed to be showing up that oh, oh no <laughs> just <laughs> just it's like a it's like a uh, what's that Jake Gyllenhaal source code movie right yeah where he he just wipes out a whole train if you're a time traveler, you must like have an utter like disregard for human life because you're constantly interacting with people who are dead and like. Oh, how can you not? Right. How can so, you not see nothing but the big cosmic picture at that point and just see the right the the uh, the the insignificance of a single life? Right. <laughs> wow. Bummer, man. Well, no, you would Pretty- see. I think you'd see the opposite of that. I think you'd see how. You know, one one life can change the world. Well, Scott, I think this is where you and I must finally part ways. <laughs> I mean, look at look at uh, <laughs> look at look at Marty. Make, if it I, wasn't for I Marty, become, uh, I become like Magneto. If it weren't for Marty, like uh, you know, like rock and roll wouldn't exist. Uh, That's true. Apparently, so <laughs> I think yeah. it's that certain things want to happen, but the way they happen is sometimes up to the individual. Yeah. Like rock and roll is is here to stay. It will never die, even it, whether it's invented by Chuck Berry or Marty McFly is is up to the universe. Yeah, it's true. It's a it's a constant. It's a universal. You no matter what, it would yeah. have happened. Yeah, it uh, surrounds us and binds us. I just I just want I I I I just really want Marty to just be like Doctor. 
the train gate came down before you even showed up. <laughs> How did it do that? Wink. <laughs> uh, something amazing is going on. I do really love this gag, though. It's almost uh, like so. It's, it's like it's it, it it like it poses a lot of questions, but yeah. I I like the gag of the train gate going down and then both looking they're them looking both ways and being like, "There's no train coming. What's going yeah, it's, on?" It's almost a little wrinkle in time. Just, mm. just something about something about the train bell sounding first, right? Just yeah. it, it's almost like a Chris Van Allsburg, I don't know, touch. Hmm. Yeah, man. What if Chris just, Van Allsburg did like a time travel story? That'd be awesome. He's still alive. No, he passed away. Hmm. <laughs> well, the time was, travel. Yeah, mm-hmm. was a, you went through a full character arc right there, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but yeah, it's huh. um. We also get a really good shot of um, of of uh, of Jen's mom pants again, of her eighties mom pants. Oh yeah. Yeah, mom yeah. jeans. You know, she kind of from the back. She kind of she could easily be mistaken for like Kimberly in Power Rangers. Yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure like those are her pants in this. They're like jeans, but or like you know, they look, like they look way too clingy, cling clung to the skin, tight to be jeans. I think. I don't think so. I think they look. I think they just look like tight jeans to me. Uh, anyway, I don't know. Hmm. Um, because I was gonna say, because it, it's about her, um, uh, where they, it's it's about how they sit on her waist and like the way they look on her legs by her like boots or whatever it is she's wearing. Oh, her like her um, trainers, like her weird eighties. Yeah, sneakers. they look. Yeah, it looks baggy to me. Um, but I think they're jeans. They're like floral pattern jeans. But I'm pretty sure that Claudia Wells at the end of the first movie is wearing tights. Like floral tights. Yeah, for some reason, I just can't picture Claudia Wells wearing this outfit, even though I know logically that's not true. She was, but yeah, for some reason, this is I, I can't not see Elizabeth Shue today as Jennifer. Yeah. I'm in a I'm in a well, shoe let's, place. Let's start over. Let's start <laughs> over, guys. <laughs> yeah, at, at the Time very end of this, circle. it could be that she is wearing. The, I think the the. The explosion Jennifer is wearing maybe tights because that's the stunt person wearing tight oh. they want tight fitting clothes too so they don't get caught on anything. And although if yeah. Wendy's still wearing a poncho, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that could be a false uh estimate on my part. It's really eerie that there's no traffic right now. Well yeah, that so is this way early in the morning? Is this uh, well, it's a little town full of little people, right? <laughs> Maybe it's like Sunday. I don't know. I can't remember what time they set to arrive at. Uh, I can't remember. I don't even remember if they mentioned the exact time. I think they might have just said the date, um, which is like a day after they left. Right. Uh, but there was traffic. Well, it's it's they were the the uh, the fam was leaving for brunch, so it's brunch time. All right, like so, like eleven maybe. That's why the streets are all empty because everybody's at brunch. Oh, okay. <laughs> Hill Valley shuts down for brunch. brunch. Down. Yeah, brunch. 
the town the town crier is just <laughs> brunch time. Uh, time Jennifer, we brunch. can't go to the railroad tracks. The brunch siren is going. Oh, Jen, we gotta go get brunch. <laughs> or the brunch cops will take us away for reprogramming. <laughs> uh, you kids I, going to brunch? Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, 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 sir. <laughs> Uh, I I had a question about the uh, the wreckage here. Sure. Um, okay. Wouldn't there be a kind of nuclear waste if this is a, a fusion? If he's using, well, I guess what iteration of this? I guess if, if Mister Fusion is there, then it's probably safe. Uh, they've they've encountered that. Yeah. They've already kind of gotten past that whole thing. Where there's no there's no right. nuclear waste. The, the Mister Fusion, because because the cool thing about uh, one one of the things that I really like about about the uh, the the way that this movie works in conjunction with the first movie yes. is that we know two things about how time travel works. We know that the car has to be going 88 miles per hour and we know that uh, it needs 1.21 gigawatts of energy. And in the first movie, the problem wasn't the 80, wasn't the 88 miles per hour. It was the 1.21 gigawatts. So they had to do the lightning strike or whatever. But in this one, it's the opposite. They they have their power right. covered. They but they they can't get up to eighty eight miles per hour. So I just like that in both they don't repeat the problem. There's a problem in both movies, but it's the opposite problem, and I think that's kind of cool. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it's it's an underrated. It's definitely. Uh, I know I know you guys are coming in at a at a at a rough part of the movie, but the the design of the of it and the design of the script and the story it's mm-hmm. surprisingly really tight and it's like it it's almost like pixar the way that it just shows you every part of this this toy set that it built in the in the right. wild west it it's kind of wobbly now that it's back in the 80s which is unfortunate but um well but it's it's still the pieces are still there it's just not as um it's it's not as like well sculpted like it's still really well structured it's just mm-hmm. not as well sculpted as uh as 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 a pixar movie is uh, well put you know yeah. although that being said robert zemeckis go to animate go, can you imagine him directing a pixar movie yeah mm. i don't know he uh Was he, he doing that yellow submarine yeah yeah no i don't canceled. i i yeah, that got canceled um, because he's, Christmas Carol didn't do very well. I think he's uh, he's like doing that. a movie with uh, with Steve Carell next. That sounds really interesting. Mm-hmm. It's got kind of, uh, models, right? Yeah, it's about a guy who, as a therapy, recreates a World War II town with models, but he like imagines that it's like a real place. Then he like travels oh. there in his imagination. Oh, it's that it's that based on that real guy? Yeah, that documentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's based on right. a documentary, right? Um, Zemeckis, um, Zemeckis wanted to know the rest, and he proceeded to buy the rights. Hmm. <laughs> uh, any other any other thoughts about uh, 109 before we get to what's what's coming out of the steam that they're being blown back by? I'm uh, good. No, yeah, we all they're going to die in an explosion, a, but not from yeah. nuclear waste. I'm happy with that. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. Uh, all right. Well, uh, you know, go go check out duelinggenre.com slash merch, uh, our T public store. There's stickers there now. Um, so uh, stickers, not just for Patreon anymore. 
Uh, <laughs> you can go get stickers yeah. from uh, from T Public for all of the designs that we have. Um, yeah. All have stickers, and then of course like coffee mugs and hoodies yeah. and all the normal stuff yeah. as well. How cool would a what Lorraine what sticker look on your laptop, guys? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. It looks, it looks pretty cool. It's it's and they they cut the sticker out so it's not just like a square. Yeah, uh, it, so it has like the cool lightning font. Yeah, the, it's cool of the, of the Back to the Future logo that the yeah. design is based on. Yeah, and we'll be back tomorrow with minute one ten. Bye, everybody. Bye. Goodbye. Bye.